0: Hey guys, it's Rachel and Sharon and welcome back to Never Did Run True. Um, so you may have missed us. We've been missing for a couple weeks. I guess it's been two weeks now. Three. It doesn't matter. Anyway, the point of the story is real life caught up with us. Mm-hmm. Some things and people's personal lives happened <laughs> and that had to take priority. hmm. But But we're really excited excited to get back into it and kick kick off off. fake Fake March. No, (laughs) just for today, releasing date. Yeah, we're just getting a little ahead of ourselves because for March to celebrate uh, Women's History Month, we're going to do, I guess, a series of stories about female empowerment. Mm -hmm. I'm excited. Me too. Or still going to try to focus on love story aspects, but branch out a little bit and just kind of talk about women. Some real life history, some media, different genres, I guess is what I'm trying to say, but help. (laughs) Yeah. The whole reason we're doing this today, there would have, if it were not leap year, there would have been three Thursdays in March. Yes. And we had three ideas for this concept. Because we wanted it to be a solid series. Mm Mm-hmm. So, you know, just a day early, we're dropping this in for March. Well, and it's kind of fitting since we went a little light in the beginning of the year, so. Yeah, this is hardcore. (laughs) (laughs) So, to start this off, and maybe this sets a tone for if you guys want to listen to us all of March. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about Barbie. (laughs) Uh, I'm sure, I hope, everyone knows what a Barbie is. Unless you're like under a rock. Did you play with Barbie, Sharon? Oh, heck yeah. I had so many Barbies. We started talking about this before the pod. I was we like, did. we weren't recording. We were like, we should have saved this. <laughs> I couldn't tell you how young I was when I had my first one. Mm. I do remember chewing on her hands, so I feel like younger than <laughs> I should have been. <laughs> I'm going to say like three-ish. Like, I was pretty little. Um, And I'm not going to say I got one like constantly, but I probably had like sex towards the end. Something oh, yeah. like that my favorite was my mermaid barbie that was designed for the bathtub because when her tail got wet it was hard plastic um it changed colors i think her hair might have too or at least probably a strip of it yeah i'm thinking maybe a strip of it i had a 1996 olympics uh gymnast barbie Ooh. she was really cool her knees and her elbows bent and she that's a big deal because that was like the frustrating thing about barbie cartwheels and stuff it was cool yeah I think she had flat feet, though, but, oh. I mean, she's a gymnast. She she's has to a stand. <laughs> yeah. I I know I had I had a couple different outfits. We didn't go crazy, but I know I had some princess outfits. I know at one point I had, like, a a carrying case Barbie bedroom. It's so, like it folded down my into My sister a, had one of those. Yeah, it folded down, but if you took it out, it became a bedroom with her, like, canopy bed and all that fun stuff. Oh, <gasps> oh, oh my God. I just remembered. Sorry. My mom had a bakery for me what? at a Barbie bakery. We didn't have, like, all the fancy stuff. I think Sarah had, like, a wedding venue thing, and she had the sleeper case, Mm -hmm. and she had the red convertible. Oh, I had no cars. I I didn't get any of that kind of thing. (laughs) You got the leftovers. (laughs) And that, so, that's a big thing, like, I had a sister. You did not. I did not, so it was all mine. So, we had a lot of, like, clothing, accessories. I would say, I don't, I did not have few accessories, but I did not, I would say each Barbie had maybe two outfits and I had maybe four or five Barbies. We had like a... Not counting Mermaid Barbie. Tub of clothes. (laughs) (laughs) And I, I feel like I probably played with Barbies longer than anyone else did, but I was also not a baby doll person, so... I played with baby dolls too, but I did Barbie it up for a long time. Yeah. Well, and I know like my nieces, we got them Barbies from like three to like 12. Like the Barbie phase is a long phase. Mm-hmm. And I think it has a lot to do with the fact that there are so many different types of Barbies. Because mm-hmm. Barbie can Especially be a princess. now. Yes. But Barbie can also be a veterinarian. Oh yeah. Or a school teacher or whatever that kid is into that year. That's what Barbie is. Mm-hmm. Like you can find a Barbie for almost anything. Yeah. They have like different types of disabilities are represented yeah like i know i've seen one with a cochlear implant one with a wheelchair Mm -hmm. like things like that are all inclusive now or more inclusive and different ethnicities Mm -hmm. because i remember only having stereotypical barbie (laughs) yeah i mean it was hard to get different color hair for a while i don't even remember having a brunette barbie i only ever remember a blonde barbie and, and I, I wasn't, like, I... mad about it, because I like to play with her hair. Right. But, yeah. to clarify, Shannon and I are both brunettes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I have any brunette Barbies. I, I know, I relevant. don't. I had, um, not Skipper, but oh. the little tiny one. Oh. Scout? No. Scooter. Oh, I can't remember. I don't think it's Scooter. I don't think it's Scooter. Either. I think we had a Skipper, but... Because Skipper was like... Kelly? A... Kelly. It was Kelly. Sorry. Kelly's like four and skipper was like 10 yeah and i had a ken i had my ken was brunette i had a dark-haired kelly (laughs) i had one ken he had only board shorts no shirt he was (laughs) dark-haired and i never played with him i didn't use mine very often he was like sometimes he held the baby he was a nerdy ken he had like a book bag and oh um his hair it wasn't like the plastic hair it was and it wasn't like barbie's hair but it was like weird string i didn't like it <laughs> mine was just plastic hair like colored on i used sarah's ken usually it's blonde ken if i played with a ken yeah. well and i do think more often than not at the age i remember playing i didn't know what to do with ken like he was fine but i didn't need him mm-hmm. like well, well he didn't need I, barbie didn't need help with the bakery yeah barbie had her own bedroom Plus, there were so many Barbie Barbies, so yeah. what do we need Ken for? He's yeah. just going to be in the way. <laughs> and I do think, I mean, not to be mean, but as a girl of a certain age, <laughs> unless you have a lot of brothers, you're surrounded by a lot of women. Mm-hmm. Like, most of my childhood memories are me and my mother and either my grandmother or one of her friends. Mm-hmm. Like, we, I didn't have a lot of... Not that my dad wasn't an influence in my life, but my formative memories are of women and so i think that's how i played with barbies because that's who i was surrounded by so why would barbie have someone else and i mean for me i i would say i was more of a tomboy for sure but you were i grew up on a farm and barbie didn't have any of that kind of stuff so i was like that's not barbie's life that's my life yeah (laughs) well oh yeah i agree with the same like i wasn't i didn't really have like princess I wasn't a princess, but Barbie could be a princess. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. I was cool not being a princess, but. I, I don't even know. I think most of the time I was more into like. I love putting that. together outfits. Same. I liked dressing them and undressing them. I liked matching their shoes. Mm-hmm. We did sometimes. We. I was pretty good at playing by myself because my brother was old enough mm-hmm. that he didn't want to play with me and we were far enough in the country that there weren't like other kids around. So I would tell stories with them. But I think I would only, like, like, line them up and play with one Barbie at a time. It wasn't like they were talking to each other. Yeah. It was just whichever one I happened to be holding. I will say, some of the cooler accessories we had for the Barbies, um, as we got a little bit older, Bruce made, like, a Barbie bed. Ooh. So, like, he... Cut the wood out. He drilled it together. Oh, that's really cool. He stuffed it with cotton and put like a little silk sheet thing on it. oh And that's um, the sweetest thing you've ever told me, Bruce has done for you. <laughs> I'm sure he's done other sweet things, but he made a TV and he taped like he cut out from a magazine like a picture of flowers or something. Put it on the TV screen. Oh my gosh. And then he ma- made little buttons kind of for it. And I love that so much. It was really cool. <laughs> It so brought thank the you, whole family together, <laughs> we loved yes. it. But anyway, that's not exactly, yeah, that's not the actual Barbie that we were going to talk about. But it's related. So we were going to talk about the Barbie movie, the new one. Yes. New, I mean. It was in 2023. <laughs> uh, I don't remember what month that came out, but summer, I think. Summer I 2023. Think so. I mean, and we went when it came back to theaters basically it left our theater and then it came back right yeah there wasn't a whole lot of movies out at the time so i'm going to do a brief synopsis i do want to clarify there will be barbie spoilers Mm -hmm. if you want to see the movie and haven't turn off the podcast go watch the movie it's on hbo max or you can rent it through amazon or you can buy the dvd where have you been (laughs) yeah my husband hasn't seen it i saw it Three times in theaters, which is not my usual obsession levels. Like, (laughs) I'm not saying I've never seen a movie more than once in theaters, but I went with work Mm -hmm. and I adored it. And then we went together. Well, I went with my mother. Oh, before you went? Uh Uh-huh. And (laughs) then I went with you. You were my third viewing. (laughs) So we had a whole group. I mean, my friends, Sarah's friends. And me. Our cousin. Yeah. Like, yeah, we had the entire back row basically filled the first Great, time I went theater, but... was right after work, so it was like four thirty on like a Wednesday or something. And the theater was honestly packed, mm-hmm. so I think it had a good viewership. It was in probably general. first was the first week, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so Barbie is kind of hard to explain. It's it's not a fantasy movie, but has fantasy elements. Sure, and it's it's lovely. Like it's mm-hmm. really enjoyable to watch. Um, my opinion is you do have to go into it as this is going to be goofy and silly and fun and, and, and fun. informative yes <laughs> think of it as a fun movie don't think of it as a serious movie no matter what you've heard and you will enjoy it so much more mm-hmm. think of this as a chance to laugh and then you're going to really love it but basically barbie starts off with this is going to be confusing because all the barbies are named barbie <laughs> margot robbie is stereotypical our, barbie Yeah, stereotypical barbie is margot robbie and we start off with her mm-hmm. in barbie land but before that we are introduced to what Barbie Land is, which is basically, it's a separate universe, so it, dimension? So it's kind of like Elf, where yes, it exists, but it's not... It's attached to the real world, but it's not, you can't get to it, like you and I couldn't fall into Barbie Land on our own. Yes. So in Barbie Land, all the Barbies have all the jobs, and every day is perfect, mm-hmm. because they're Barbies. Every day they look great. Every day they have their cute outfits. They can pick whatever they want. They say hi to the other Barbies. No one's mad. Everything's there's great. There's no real water. <laughs> yeah, there's no... Re- everything's plastic. Everything's pink. You, Barbie doesn't walk down the stairs. She floats to she the floats ground. <laughs> because no one ever walks their Barbies downstairs. And all the Barbies have their own dream houses. Mm-hmm. There's a Barbie president. There's Barbie air flight. Like, and there's Ken. Yeah. But Kens are just canning. Like, they're just hanging out and there's um oh my gosh <laughs> anyway watch the movie yeah and no skipper which i thought was interesting they talk about skipper but she well she made it to the real world oh did they say that, I must yeah. miss that one. it's been a while it's yeah they mention it once and there's one alan yeah there are no multiples alan because alan was discontinued <laughs> and there's there's different kens and to be clear like stereotypical barbie is what you think of a barbie blonde tall beautiful but there are every shade of barbie and mm-hmm. all the different abilities yes are represented in barbie land and different sizes different heights different they're not all stereotypical barbie and there's weird barbie there's weird barbie um so we we've, we've got barbie land right and stereotypical barbie starts having irrepressible thoughts of death <laughs> <laughs> do you guys ever think about dying <laughs> I'm just (laughs) dying to dance. (laughs) I don't know why I said that. The music is great, first of all. The music is phenomenal. This movie. But basically, she starts thinking about death and thinking about her existence. Existential crisis. And so, kind of to back that up, the reason she's having these thoughts is because the person playing with that Barbie, technically, it's like a weird tie-in. The person playing with that Barbie is trying to think of... She works for Mattel, mm-hmm. and she's trying to think of new ideas for Barbie and like. So our stereotypical Barbie goes to Weird Barbie with her problems because mm-hmm. suddenly she's got cellulite, she's got flat feet, her shower is cold, her teeth smell like, problems that Barbie doesn't have. Her milk is expired. <laughs> and Weird Barbie's like, "Oh, the girl playing with you, is going through a hard time, mm-hmm. and that's the problem because Weird Barbie is weird because." in the real world weird barbie was played with too hard like there's a connection between the child playing with you mm-hmm. and the barbie that exists in barbie land so barbie goes on a trip to the real world and Did so does bring ken. your rollerblades <laughs> i can't there's too many quotes uh <laughs> but what if there's beach <laughs> what's his name i lost his name ryan goslin ryan goslin <laughs> plays ken and it, he he some people gave him grief for being too he did old. So phenomenal. In my opinion, he is Ken. Like I think he he left his body. Ken inhabited it. The movie's <laughs> over, and he is back. But basically, so Barbie and Ken go to the real world, mm-hmm. and of course, Barbie is immediately introduced to the problems that women have in the real yeah, world because she is a woman. And <laughs> I'm aware of my body, and I'm conscious of it. And she says something about I'm scared and uncomfortable, right? Like, yeah. Oh man. Eh. And there's definitely an undertone of violence. (laughs) I'm not getting any undertones of violence towards me. Oh my gosh. Ken learning. Ken learns about the patriarchy. (laughs) Barbie figures out who's playing with her, which is the woman who works for Mattel. An adult, not a child. uh, Yeah, it ends up being an adult who was playing with her daughter's Barbies, which used to be hers. Mm -hmm. And I think kind of missing the connection with her daughter. And the child, child... that her daughter used to be who's becoming a woman i mean she's a preteen but Mm -hmm. it's that adjustment period there's some weird stuff that goes on with mattel we're we're doing a terrible synopsis but basically we're saying you need to watch it because it's great so i mean basically barbie and ken go back or ken goes back barbie goes back with the girl from the real world Mm -hmm. only to find that ken has made barbie land into the real world and that men men rule everything (laughs) mojo dojo casa house (laughs) and eventually through a dance battle the women take back their power topple the patriarchy in barbie land in barbie land (laughs) obviously and barbie is empowered by the strength of the woman she's brought back from the real world Mm -hmm. and right when you think everything's fine barbie has to decide does she stay in barbie land that she's fixed for the Barbies or does she choose to become a person and deal with the problems that are real in the real world Mm -hmm. and then Rachel cries (laughs) it's so good it's so good Uh, there is so many amazing themes Mm -hmm. so many quotable lines there's a song called I'm Just Ken and it's amazing (laughs) I had this movie playing like I think it was, it wasn't New Year's, but it was some time around the holidays. And I had it playing on the TV while, like, me, Mom, and Sarah were playing a game. Dad sat there and watched the entire thing. I don't think he necessarily could hear it, but he enjoyed watching it. From what I could tell, he didn't ask me to change it, so... Yeah, he liked it. My my recommendation is... I'm Just Ken scene. I literally almost threw up from laughing so hard. Like, every time I watched it, I was inappropriately loud in the theater because I was just dying. She warned me about it before we watched it. So, like, instead of focusing on the message of the song, I was just watching what was happening. So I missed, like, I didn't listen to the song at all the first time. The, The stick horses, I could, it just... Meet you on the Malibu beach. (laughs) But it... Barbie learns some lessons. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, we'll talk about the underlying themes with feminism. But Barbie does learn that she mistreated Ken. But also, Ken's real... Had to realize that Barbie's a real person and not just an object for him to want. Mm -hmm. And... I think... The woman and her daughter learn lessons about—I mm-hmm. don't want to say working together because that's so blasé—but like to rely on the women around you. I guess maybe is a better way of saying it. Yeah, that you—you yeah. you can be as anti-pretty girl as you want to be. Like, women are there to help women. Women support women. Yeah, yeah. don't just. Because the, the daughter in this is like very anti-Barbie. Barbies are the, the represent, representation of everything wrong in the world. Mm-hmm. Because she sees them as, yeah, Barbies are just objects to be played with. Like how it's an unrealistic body example for women. It's yeah. an unrealistic example of what men want women to be, etc., mm-hmm. etc. Cetera, et cetera. Whereas Barbie in her own mind is, Barbie is everything and everyone. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's really good. So I feel like we just keep saying "watch it, watch it, watch it," but um, not everyone loved it. No, not all. Not all the critics loved it. Not everyone at the Oscars loved it. Uh, my biggest thing was like people were complaining, and you're like, "That's literally the entire point of the movie was to show you what it's really like." Like I, I can't think of an example right now, but uh, the example that always sticks with me is there. There's a America for. America? America Ferreira. Ferreira has a, a quote in there that's beautiful. It's basically oh, like... a whole monologue. She has a monologue, and it's, women can't ever be enough. Mm-hmm. You can't... If you work... Do you want to just pull it up? I'm going to try. Okay. okay. I'll continue talking. But there's one at the beginning that one of the Barbies does, and she's... It's in Barbieland, of course, but she's presenting, like, a court case, and she says, like, this makes me emotional, but it doesn't degrade the fact that my argument has logic, and I can hold both of these things equally. I'm like, that gets me every time because we can be more than one thing. Also, we can't have internet in the podcast room. (laughs) I think one of my favorite parts, honestly, like a more serious part, was when Barbie goes to the real world and she's like struggling and crying. And she sits down on this bus bench with this old lady and she goes, you're beautiful. Because Barbie has never seen an old person. She's never seen real people. She's only yeah. seen quote unquote perfect people. Barbies. And this old lady's like, I know. And Barbie gets this biggest smile on her face. It's, oh, That, I, honestly, the first time I saw it, I could not articulate why it made me cry, but it did. hmm And I think it was the old woman's confidence with, I know what I am. Yeah. And, oh, it gets me. Also, um, I found it. Depression Barbie. (laughs) She's going to lay in bed all day and watch reruns of Pride and Prejudice. (laughs) Okay, it's long. Do we want to read the whole thing? Just start it and we'll... It is literally impossible to be a woman. You are so beautiful and so smart, and it kills me that you don't think you're good enough. Like, we have to always be extraordinary, but somehow we're always doing it wrong. You have to be thin, but not too thin, and you can never say you want to be thin. You have to say you want to be healthy, but also you have to be thin. You have to have money, but you can't ask for money because that's crass. You have to be a boss, but you can't be mean. You have to lead, but you can't squash other people's ideas. You're supposed to love being a mother, but don't talk about your kids all the damn time. You have to be a career woman, but also be looking out for other people. You have to answer for men's bad behavior, which is insane, But if you point that out, you're accused of complaining. You're supposed to stay pretty for men, but not so pretty that you tempt them too much or that you threaten other women because you're supposed to be part of the sisterhood. But always stand out and always be grateful. But never forget that the system is rigged, so find a way to acknowledge that, but also always be grateful. You have to never get old, never be rude, never show off, never be selfish, never fall down, never fail. Never show fear. Never get out of line. It's too hard. It's too contradictory. And nobody gives you a medal or says thank you. And it turns out, in fact, that not only are you doing everything wrong, but also everything is your fault. I'm just so tired of watching myself and every single other woman tie herself into knots so that people will like us. And if all of that is also true for a doll just representing women, then I don't even know. I can't talk i'm gonna cry <laughs> and it's so powerful it, because there's so much truth to it mm-hmm. that people don't realize you have to just let it soak in and i think that's what bugged me about people not liking the movie mm-hmm. is that's the point yeah it's not supposed to be this happy great wonderful story yeah It's showing you what it's like for some people. I'm not gonna say all people. No, everyone has a unique experience, but but there's enough people having that experience that everybody, well, not everybody. I don't, I don't even know where I'm. I'm gonna say it's a fairly universal experience. Even if you've never personally been accused of dressing too slutty, I bet or experienced catcalling. Yes. uh... I bet you've been told that outfit's not appropriate for work. Yeah. I bet you've been sent home for showing your shoulders at school, or your friend has. Mm-hmm. Or you went to a store and the clothes didn't fit you right and you don't understand why this looks so good on your best friend but it doesn't look good on you. Mm-hmm. You've had an experience with it, even if it wasn't the same experience. Mm-hmm. And I, our goal is not to have like this series be nothing but us being frustrated with the patriarchy. <laughs> but we did kind of want to showcase... The voices of women. Yes. And that I felt like Barbie was a great place to start because it does acknowledge it. And if you don't acknowledge the problem, how do you learn from it? And it's recent. It's topical. Yes, exactly. I think I may have explained this at the end of another episode, but we may not have kept it in there because we might be moving out later. We're showcasing feminism in a way on this podcast, personally, not Barbie. Well, <laughs> part, anyway, we're trying to showcase feminism in a way that is accurate. Yes. Which people don't see. Mm-hmm. People think... S- some people. Yeah, I'm generalizing, obviously. Yeah. Some people think that feminism is women wanting to be better than men, stronger than men, more important than men. That's not feminism. No. no. Frankly, <laughs> stop. Feminism is... Women wanting equality. Yes. I'm not saying that there are not, I'm not saying that there aren't (laughs) women that do think feminism is being better, but that's not the point of it. I agree. (laughs) The point of feminism is if I have a daughter, I want her to live in a world where she is the same as my son. Mm -hmm. Or not the same. She won't be the same, but treated the same and has the same opportunities. Has the right to make the same amount of money for the same job. Yep. There are lots of, obviously, examples, but we will, at some point, I'm sure, get into (laughs) most of them, but it's just, it was such a classic example of the problems. The problems. (laughs) Could we just call them that from here on out? (laughs) (laughs) And I don't, I mean, Barbie is a love story, but I feel like it's more of a... Learn to love yourself story. Self-love, yes. The Barbie goes through, stereotypical Barbie goes through a transformation Mm -hmm. of, I'm not saying learning to love herself, but learning who she actually is. Learning how to be real. Yeah, how that there is more to her, I guess, Mm -hmm. is the point. And I would argue that the actual humans in the movie go through a very similar experience as well. Not not our traditional cup Mm -hmm. of tea. Um, I'm going to go ahead and spoil it, because if you've made it this far, Ken and Barbie don't end up together. No. Because... Ken goes back to Barbie land, doesn't he? Yeah, and Ken is extremely happy actually not being in charge of Barbie land. He didn't really want to be in charge. Mm -hmm. Once he learned that the patriarchy wasn't about horses, he kind of lost interest. Yeah. (laughs) But... He needed to be acknowledged mm-hmm. and that's valid that's because not yeah. fair for him not to be acknowledged it was almost like in barbie land everything was opposite of the real world mm-hmm. that's how they were trying to like portray it yeah that's the joke ken huh. was just there to be he's Barbie's just ken person in his mind he's there for barbie and i'm kind of glad we talked about it organically in the beginning like that's kind of how we treated our kens mm-hmm. because when you are a a girl and you're young ken's not that important and you're getting all this media thrown at you as you actually start to take that in mm-hmm. and you're that's like, when it changes oh I'm my so- life is not about me mm-hmm. it's about how others perceive me exactly or how others treat me how genuine little children play with barbies is not the same as how 12 year olds play with barbies and it's It's not all bad, but it's sad that children outgrow that and become Mm -hmm. adults trapped in the system. (laughs) I mean, to a degree. Everyone has outlets, but... I have to take it back to the very beginning of the movie, though, when... It's showing all the girls playing with the baby dolls. Oh, yes. I because love that Because before there was Barbie, there were babies. There was only baby dolls. All these children learning to just take care of a baby. To be a mom. And then they pop in giant Barbie. And all these kids just take these dolls and bash them to pieces. I laughed. I was the only person in the theater. I bust up laughing. The first time I saw it, I cried. <laughs> because because amazing. suddenly... These girls can be anything. And that got me in the feelings. Like, it hurt so much that they don't have to be moms. They can be astronauts. They can be bakers. They can be dog walkers. Yeah. Personally, so far in my life, I'm not going to say I never will or never have, but so far in my life, that's not my goal. I don't want to be a mother. (laughs) It's not been something I've been like... You've never really been. Yeah. Uh, Don't get me wrong. I'll play with babies. I'll hold them I'll do whatever I need to or like I I also have to clarify I love my nephews <laughs> I love them so much <laughs> but I don't necessarily want that responsibility and that may sound immature to some of you but that's not what I want I was actually going to say that that's extremely mature of you to be self <laughs> well to be self-aware enough to know that that's not something that's good right. for you I can I can hardly take care of myself. I'm 30 almost 32 years old. Ugh. I hate making phone calls. Yeah. I don't wanna to have to do that for someone else. <laughs> but I do no, I think that's extremely responsible of you. Have we talked about aware. why I'm not in a relationship, guys? <laughs> that's not the only reason, but I'm just saying. But it's it is crazy that I'm not saying probably the only example of a different toy that doesn't do oh, this. For sure. But that someone you hand a baby a baby. Mm-hmm. Like toddlers walk around with babies. And I do think some of it is the fact that kids actually have some pretty strong nurturing mm-hmm. in their sure. in their brains. But why do we not hand boys babies? We just hand exactly. them to the girls. Exactly. Ugh. Cause I, my parents were amazing. Like they they didn't gender us or like Hegboard us or anything. My brother and I were just very different people. Mm -hmm. And my parents were actually, go Debbie, very aware of that Mm -hmm. at a fairly young age. Like we were not gonna have the same interests or the same goals in life. Like we just weren't, we weren't the same people. But I don't ever in my life remember any boy that I babysat, grew up with, or anything Mm -hmm. that had a baby doll in their house Mm -hmm. unless they had a sister. And, uh, and guess uh, what? Men have to be dads, too. It doesn't hurt them to know how to take care of a baby. Uh, yes. And it, it leads me to... There's an episode of Friends where Ben is playing... Is it a baby or a Barbie doll? It's a Barbie doll. And Ross is like, why is my son playing with a doll? Oh, I hate that one. I hate and it. And he tries to change it out for, like, a G.I. Joe. Yeah. And, like... They and talk to about be clear, it a little bit. Ben is, like, two at that point. Like, he isn't even... Playing with it. He's just holding it yeah. because he likes it. Ugh, gender roles. <laughs> but I think that's a great... Something that everyone should examine for themselves is like...
1: Have the self-awareness. I, yeah.
0: Am I enforcing gender roles on the people around me? No. Am I stereotyping is this the want? people that i am helping grow yeah is this something i want is this something i want for other people yes that's a way better way of saying it let's just say that is that something <laughs> i want or that i want for the people around me stop <sighs> we're yelling at the only man in the room <laughs> who is whining like a baby he's also a four pound or four pound four-year-old dog so who's hungry wrigley lay down we're almost done. Lay down. I wouldn't let children watch Barbie. There's nothing wrong with it. It's not it's a not kids movie. For children, it was it's for adults. For adults, for and awareness. To be clear, when people complain about that, that's a valid complaint because I do understand that you made a movie about Barbies, and then we're like, probably if you're under twelve, you're not gonna like it. But also, but I don't feel like in the trailer. They ever portrayed it as no. for kids and it wasn't marketed as a kids movie. Right. It was just named Barbie. It's just people again not taking into consideration what am I seeing? Well, what's that one movie? Battleship. It's called Battleship. It's a action movie and it's about the game Battleship and you don't see a bunch of people being mad that their 5-year-old didn't understand that Battleship was going to be violent. Like mm but because Barbie was confusing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we get, you may not, after listening to this, you may not want to listen to the rest of this series. That's fine. We get that. Yeah. We're, this is our podcast. We're doing what <laughs> we want to do. <laughs> no, I feel it. Like we do, we, ha- we made the choice to focus on love stories for the most part. We took a little break from that in October for Halloween. Mm-hmm. This one's more for us. Um, it's not even like a complete no we're still gonna focus on it but just right I, so i guess we it's interesting also... honestly sorry to interrupt <laughs> it's interesting honestly that many examples of fem- f- feminine empowerment that we're finding are actual love stories right they are some form of self-love or family love but they're so far not romantic love but that is love that's what yeah. we're here for you know it's our tagline, finding out what it means to love. Mm-hmm. We never specified what type. Oh, no. I'm super, super glad we point. didn't because yeah. I think that it romantic love can be important to someone's family, but it's important to find the love where you are. And I mean, we're learning. Every episode we do, we learn something. That's super true. We get more confident in ourselves as we record more I mean obviously if you haven't been able to tell I'm talking more oh so. she's taking the lead on these guys I'm just here for moral support it, yeah it's, it's not even technically, it's helped us find our voices yeah which don't get me wrong I am already way better than before I went to college co-women's <laughs> college which is now co-ed but that's another story <laughs> didn't know it was co-ed mm-hmm. interesting so next next two weeks we're gonna do a normal recording schedule but staying on this theme staying on this theme so come hang out with us we'd love to chat um follow us on facebook or instagram mm-hmm. we are happy to have conversations if anyone wants to have an actual conversation or yeah, we would love it share your thoughts feelings anything you like Look out for our love list episode next. Yeah. I'm going to give you that little sneak peek. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. All right. See you soon. Love you. Love you.